Thanks for joining the Life's Better podcast, a podcast dedicated to the reality that life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. Jonathan Gleason, Josh Doolin. Hey. And we are having our special Easter podcast episode. And <laughs> this is this is just a fun time because, you know, when it comes to particularly things on the Christian calendar, I don't think there's anything better on the calendar that can allow us to really connect with God and His mercies and mm. His grace. Yeah. And at the same time, building rich community and finding unique ways to live out the purpose that God has for us. So that's the direction that we're going to be taking today's episode. But we're going to start, as always, with some uh, a fun game. Yeah. And this is a word, associa- <laughs> uh, word association game. Um, I'm going to give you a word, an Easter word. You guys can play along with this, too. Uh, think about the first thing that comes to your mind. Josh is going to do that. And then he's got some yep. for me as well. And we're just going to find out how weird we are uh, based, <laughs> on, based on the things that come to our mind. So I'm going to go first. Uh, what is the first thing that comes to your mind, Josh, when you hear chocolate bunny, chocolate bunny? I think plastic. Like, I don't know, the bad tastes. I, I don't know if you like those or not, but like they're just not my favorite. I'm not a huge chocolate guy, okay. at least like pure just eating chocolate. If yeah. chocolate's in something, yeah, I'm all about it, but no. It's it, almost like candly, yeah, like fake chocolate. It, it does have a waxy mm-hmm. consistency, for I'm not, sure. I'm not a fan. I'm okay. not a fan, all but right. I do remember being very fond of them when I was like tiny. Oh, yeah. Like, I when like, I was oh, a kid, the giant huge. bunny. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. Yeah, which can't be good for like, a <laughs> no, tiny kid at all. Probably not. Uh, but anyway, let's see. What is the first thing you think of uh-huh. when you think of Easter food? Okay, like the first Easter food that comes to my mind? I mean, up to you. I mean, okay. it could be anything. My, my mind immediately went to a roast. Really? Which sounds weird, but I remember my mom doing these roasts, and it was typically like a Sunday afternoon, typically Easter thing, and she would have it in the big roasting pot. and Like a pot be, roast? Or? Like a pot roast, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. And I remember she would even have like the potatoes and the carrots and stuff like soaking in the juices. Mm, I yeah. hated it. As a kid, I hated it. <laughs> so mom, if you're watching, I'm sorry. I just didn't like it. Do you but, like pot roast to this day? So here's the thing. I wanted the sandwich. So I was all about the meat, oh, but okay. I wanted to cut that thing off, put it between two slices of bread, and like have, what, like roast beef sandwich? Would that be yeah, considered roast beef sandwich? Pretty much. Okay, that's where, that's what I wanted. Different. Is it a little different? I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a guy who really knows what he's talking about. Emily's food. mom does that, but specifically for uh, Christmas Day. Yeah, okay. Like we'll, we'll do that, and it's unique because, you know, we have like a million different Christmases if you have a bunch <laughs> of family. Uh, and so like... I, I look forward to that because it's not the same yeah. as everything else. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. That's where my mind went. Yeah. Okay. What comes to your mind when you hear sunrise service? Ooh, I, my mind immediately goes to 2020 uh, when we <laughs> we did our service outside. Uh, <laughs> One of our services yeah, outside, yes. Yeah. It, well, I think that was a, we did a, a filmed service, yes, right? That yes. we posted online and we did that service out yes. there. But uh, yeah, no, always a... Uh, a fun time. And then uh, it goes back to memories as a child of uh, serving at Hope and then having three services and having the one service at like 7 a.m. that we would go to and everyone was just really tired. But it was also <laughs> like a really cool experience at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Was it inside or outside? Uh, we would start it inside and I think all of us would go outside to like watch the sunrise because that's how early it was. That's like we would cool. do it right before uh, the sun actually rose. No, that's cool. Yeah. So the service itself did not involve the sunrise 
sun rising, really, no. but it was more like, hey, we're finished. Hey, let's go check out this. Yeah, bridge. and then like break, we all go to our different positions to, to serve, serve the people who are coming to visit and stuff. So yeah, yeah that's cool. I yeah. like that. Yeah. All right. So next word for you is. Hmm. I have I wrote like six because I was like, if he steals some of mine, <laughs> I need. But I, I'm trying to decide. How about just the word third? Third. What is, do you immediately think of? Are, you know what? Well, if I'm just thinking like Easter, <laughs> third day. Yeah, yeah. That's where I guess Christ rising on the third day. That's true. But that was a stretch because normally <laughs> if someone just said third, I, my mind would probably not go to Easter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just came up with words based around Easter. And I was like, I wonder what Jonathan will immediately think of when I say the word third. That's <laughs> That's funny. All right, this one is definitely Easter related, okay. and anyone who doesn't think so just hasn't probably lived in the United States. Egg dying, egg dying. What, what? comes to your egg, egg, egg dying? Egg dying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Not not like dying. Like yeah, I think you get it right. <laughs> I think of like stripes. I don't know. Like I I've never done this before. You've never dyed Easter no. eggs. I've seen video like you know like you've up, never, I've never died dyed an Easter egg. No. Easter egg. No. <laughs> I assume this is something that you used to do. You know, or I still do. Is, did your parents like have an objection to like doing too many like secular secular Easter no. things? You ne- we did egg hunts growing goodness. up and stuff. That, that this is definitely something that every year, even as a kid, really, even and, now. Oh yeah, okay. every year we well, die we die eggs. What do you dye it in? What is is it just? A big bucket of paint? Or? So usually you get these really cheesy looking um, rectangle cardboard boxes okay. and they have these little tabs of dye and you put it in a cup and the old ones you would put some vinegar and water. I think the new ones you can just add water but they're not usually as good as the vinegar ones. Mm-hmm. And then you put your egg in that cup of dye for you know a minute or less, pull it out and you get really cool colors. And you, you can like mix and match. And, now, okay. Yeah. So I did, I've seen on, on a TV show once that these, you die and then you also, do you hide these as well? Yeah, we definitely include those okay. in the, none of the boys really want to find those ones mm-hmm. because our boiled eggs are way lamer than plastic candy <laughs> or plastic, you know, eggs with candy in them. And so they're boiled, them. they're not just eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They're, bo- they're all boiled. I, I've, I'm learning so much. I, I just, there's a, there's a TV show that I remember they hid them around the house and they didn't find a few. And they got and, stinky. And they got really stinky. Yeah, so it, it just imagine. sounds like a horrible idea. We always with, do it but, outside. So okay. if they don't get found, eventually our dog will find them. And guess what? <laughs> Fun treat for or her. Or some animal will find them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, my next one is, uh, what is the first thing you think of when I say Good Friday? You know, I, my mind immediately just pictures the cross mm. and Jesus' death on the cross. Yeah, yeah. And it's, for whatever reason, in my mind, like, it's darker. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's just, hey, like, this in, dark... In the Bible, it was. Like, yeah. It says that, like, once he died, is like, everything went black, right? Like, yeah. I don't, which I don't know if you can just attribute to, like, God covering the sun for a second, or maybe there was, like, a storm that God sent or something. I don't know. Uh, I think that there was, I don't know, somebody, somebody who's a lot smarter than me came and told me that there was, like, something that can be attributed that day that made like 
everything seem a lot darker, which... I've heard that as well. I, I, think, you're, I think what I've heard is an eclipse. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they can actually trace it back to it could have easily been on that day. Which is um, crazy, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not, I haven't done enough research yeah. to say, hey, yeah, that's true or not. So I don't think there's enough research at all to say <laughs> like that for sure. But like, someone it would be really cool, us. right? Yes. Like, how cool would it be to, like, that God planned that and Jesus died on the same day as an eclipse? Like, that would be yeah. really neat. God can do it, right? He can. Okay, last one for me. Wearing your Sunday best. Oh, man. Why is it? Okay, so, so the very first thing, I've never gone to a church that like required you to really dress up nice yeah. and everything. Uh, Besides our I, church, if yeah, you're not yeah, wearing yeah, a yeah. tuxedo. No, for, <laughs> this sounds awful, but the very first thing that I, I pictured in my mind is like the country Sunday best, which is blue jeans and then a shirt and tie. You know what I'm talking okay, about? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, I don't know. It seems <laughs> With, like, a bolo tie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're rocking the bolo tie, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just, I don't know what it is about that that just makes me laugh a little bit, but, like, you look nice. You look country and nice at the same time. That is not my country or my Easter vest at all. Uh, mine is normally just a... Button-up shirt. Yeah. shirt with yeah. khakis. Like, no, yeah. Josh is rocking it. But Kind of like right now. A little bit. This is a flannel. Yeah. So, like, it's a little, I don't know. Emily says it doesn't count. It needs to have some pastel colors to, like, make it <laughs> yeah. Easter. So. Yeah. yeah, this is more like fall. <laughs> yeah, right? probably. All right. Uh, and then I have one more word, right? Yep. All right, what is the first thing you think of when I say egg hunt? Mm. I picture my backyard <laughs> with my boys and them trying to find the money egg before mm. their brothers find the money egg. How much do you guys put in the money egg? <sighs> you know, I think Dana does a couple money eggs. Some of them are just filled with change, and then yeah. there's one that actually has bills in it. Yeah. I don't think it's any more than $5, <laughs> but, you know, $5 to an 8-year-old, man, I, that's like jackpot. I grew up, and that was, like, always a thing. That there was somewhere hidden a really, really good, like, well-hidden egg yeah. that has, like, up to ten dollars. Awesome. And like, I don't know, like whoever came up with that, like, Brilliant. it just blows kids' minds. Yeah. Like ten dollars? Oh my gosh, I could buy so much with ten bucks. Like nowadays, if you told me there was like ten dollars hidden in my backyard somewhere, no, like, I'm really, really well hidden. I'm, I'm heading over to your house. <laughs> if you're I, not interested I, in finding that, I, I'm gonna. I might look for a while, but like, I'm not gonna like, dr like, I, there was my cousin's house, and I remember they hid it like in their sewage system area. Oh. And like a kid actually what? went down. He was like, I hit a $20 one down there. And like no. they, there was a kid who got so gross. It was my cousin Tyler and he just got covered in nastiness, but he found he it. He got the 20 bucks and though. What was funny was there was actually only a dollar. <laughs> he got Tyler, Tyler lied got, to. Tyler got an Easter <laughs> prank. Was it on April 1st that year? My no, goodness. No, it was not, but it was really funny. That's funny. Uh, and I think that he ended up getting, somebody gave him 20 bucks to like be like, hey, sorry, man, we never Clean expected you to up, actually do this. <laughs> Here's 20. Go to the dry cleaner. <laughs> Take a bath. Well, we are not going to just talk about random stuff today. Well, kind of. We're going to do, do a Q&A uh, time where we just talk about different traditions or different experiences that we've had that have allowed us to have a deeper connection with God around mm. this time yeah. uh, in the season, as well as community and unique ways that we live out God's purpose around you know resurrection sunday so i'm gonna i'm gonna start off with a question um 
What are some little known, and I, I'm going to emphasize little known Easter traditions that you participate in on a regular basis? Oh man, why did you have to emphasize little known? Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if this is like commonly known to everyone, hmm. but like around Easter, it's just a, growing up with family that uh, actively served in the church, like every single time, uh, there's just like, my entire life I've known that up to Easter, there is planning involved for what the church is going to do and mm -hmm. how, how can we get involved. So like there's always more room uh, for children's ministry. Like that is something we, I remember growing up actively, we, we sought out. And then there would also be an Easter lesson that was special, uh, whether it be skits or like something involved like that. Uh, but going all the way to now, uh, I think, you know, uh, an Easter tradition now is making sure that uh, like the Good Friday service is like mm -hmm. uh, is is something that's special. Uh, I remember all like whether it was before you came mm -hmm. or even since you've been here, like the Good Friday service is just this thing that uh, isn't as attended as well as we'd like, but is always really, really special. Yeah. And I always leave feeling like my heart's been prepared for mm -hmm. what Sunday is going to hold. Um, and it's not like one of those things where you're like, oh, I got to do two church services. Like it's something you look forward yeah. to doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I know I like that. Man. And thanks for the plug. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> attend, attend. <laughs> one of my little known Easter traditions, and I'm going to emphasize that it's probably more my kids that mm. are driving this tradition than me. Certainly Dana and the boys make it happen. I just kind of am a spectator. Uh, but have you ever heard of resurrection rolls? No. So it's this. It's cool. They started when they were young, and I think because my kids enjoy sugary treats, they're the okay. ones that keep like pushing it. So you make this dough and you fill it with some cinnamon stuff and a marshmallow, and then you wrap it up, and it's supposed to resemble a tomb. Huh. You bake it for three days. No, not, not really three days. I don't know how long you bake it. Maybe, maybe slow, three minutes. Slow, yeah. slow cooked. And then after the three days, you pull it out of the oven, and then you open it up, and obviously the marshmallow has dissolved, and so it's like mm. the empty tomb, and it's this warm, sugary, gooey goodness. And so they, they always ask for resurrection rolls, and it's just a funny, fun, silly huh. way to kind of think about what happened huh. on Easter Sunday. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, man, all I did was egg hunts and like <laughs> meals. Like we had a and, meal you know, like, all together. I don't pranking know. your cousin Timmy. Pranking you know? my cousin Tyler, yeah. Tyler, Timmy. <laughs> it whatever. doesn't matter. Tyler's not watching this. Uh, <laughs> anyway, question number two. Uh, Jonathan, what's your favorite Easter song and why? Yeah, so this one, I don't even know if it's actually my favorite because there are so many good yeah, ones. Yeah. It's I hard to narrow thing. down. The one that comes to my mind, though, is Death is Arrested. Mm. And I, I love just kind of how the flow of the song is. There's that moment where it kind of like drops and, you know, what does it say? Uh, it, um, what's the line when it comes to, uh, you know, I've got it written down. I'll just read it. It says, darkness rejoices as though heaven is lost. Yeah, so it yeah, like, it yeah, like yeah. dips. And then right then, like, it picks up again. But then Jesus arose yeah. by freedom in hand. It's like, yes, death was arrested in my life again. But then it's the chorus that just moves me. That whole idea of his grace washing mm. over me. Mm. You know, I'm beginning my life anew with him. I mean, it's just, 
it's just so, it gives me chills, like, even thinking about it right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, that's good. I, man, I didn't write down, like, why I like this song. I, I feel like I can probably remember most of the lyrics, but my favorite's easily Living Hope by Phil Wickham. Yeah, uh, how does that one go? That one's, uh, oh, man. Okay. Come on, worship pastor. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you don't remember it's cool. I do remember it. I'm trying to sing it in my head now, but I'm starting from the beginning, and that's not good. <laughs> so, uh, it's the one that has, like, three movements, right? So, okay. like, the very first talks about, uh, like, man, I'm, I'm trying to, it's like how we're, uh, the situation that we're in is kind of hopeless without okay. Christ. And he enters the scene and like saves us, which is awesome. Then the second one's about his death on the cross, which is like solidifying that we now can be like, you know, say like he sacrificed himself for us and all yeah. that stuff. And then the third verse is where uh, it, it builds to that part where it talks about how he comes roaring out of the grave is like it, a lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How did, how, what is that line? Because that was, I was even thinking about yeah, that yeah. song oh, as one of my uh, favorites, and I couldn't stop singing another song that talks about <laughs> roaring like a lion. I was like, that's not the song. I am, I am blanking right now that's on cool. how to sing it, and that, that is my life, right? Like I, when somebody's like, hey, can you sing this song for me? And then I can't remember the lyrics, but yeah. That's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. And I could not remember it, and so Death yeah. Was Arrested was I like, also, oh, but I also really like this one. This is, It's a little more cheesy, but I also love that one because... It's the one song, and we need to do it more, uh, that Emily and I share. We don't, like, one person doesn't just lead by themselves, but we listen to this one version of it that has a girl and a guy singing okay. different parts, and so she helps me with that one, and I, I don't know, I love that, so. And it's the same yeah. song, or is it a different one? It's the okay, same one. Okay, same yeah. one, yeah. gotcha, yeah. yeah, cool. Actually, I think we do that with two, you're right. There was Jesus is also one that we do that with, but yes. Living Hope is the one that I think of most. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. All right, next one. Worst and best Easter experience. Start with the low light and then end with the yeah. highlight. So I had a hard time thinking of my worst Easter experience, but it has to be like sometime when I was a kid and my mom forced me to wear like a pink sh <laughs> like button-down shirt and a tie. And I just didn't. I, I remember there's a picture of me when I was like four or five and uh I think I was four because Allie had just been born, my sister, and I was wearing a, a full-on suit for the first time in my life. Hating it. And I, I was, I'm just bawling my eyes out. So I don't remember this very well, but I do remember my parents saying that it was just a miserable day <laughs> because they had Easter pictures, they had the service, and like just the whole time I was just trying to take off the clothes that I was wearing, and I hated it. So yeah, there's that. So but, I know I know Emily listens or watches the podcast. Yeah. Can Emily? Can you can you make sure that Josh wears a pink suit? Uh, I, yeah. I, I used to, that I'm, would be. I'm, now I'm picturing like the bunny suit from like a Christmas story. <laughs> like I need to wear that one year on stage while I'm playing. I just time. don't want you stripping it off during like mid <laughs> mid worship. You're like I'm done with this. Ah, no, put those nipples away. <laughs> Sorry. We may edit that. We may not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, um, yeah, best though. Best Easter my, experience. My favorite one it has to be last year. Yeah. Um, it was It was the first time, because uh, like right around that time was when uh, most people had the vaccine. Mm -hmm. We were coming out of this like, you know, that like world pandemic. And obviously like it wasn't over, over, but like they were saying, you know, you can gather in groups again, like, and it'd be 
comfortable. You don't have to feel like like worried about it. And yeah. like most of my family, even the older ones, had had the vaccine. So there was this there's this level of like, okay, we can actually do this. And mm-hmm. like even the people who are really stressed out about the pandemic, they were like, okay, we can gather. And so it was the very first holiday where like my family all gathered, mm. Emily's family all gathered. We had a normal service on Sunday because the year before we we didn't have that. Okay. And it just, it made me appreciate yeah, <laughs> Easter a whole lot more. Uh, and then on top of that, like it was just great to, to be with family again and like to hang out. And I just remember that being a moment where I was like, man, I'm, I'm thankful for, for this in a way that I've never been because I took them for granted for yeah. all of my life. I get that, yeah. But, well, my worst, this is going to sound horrible, but as a kid, I loved Easter. Spring is one of my favorite seasons. The only thing that might make summer a little bit better is because sometimes in the spring, it's still too cold to yeah, go yeah. swimming. <laughs> and I love swimming. So here's the thing. Um, loved Easter. Always, even the images in my mind of Easter growing up, bright, beautiful, like everything's really great. And then, and then I got into ministry. And Easter stopped being just this really great celebration, mm. and it became something that stressed me out. Mm. It was one of those things that was on the calendar, like, oh, yeah, but this has to get done, and this has to get done, and oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to do this, this, and this. And so probably my worst Easter experience is just, you know, unfortunately getting stressed out and getting anxious about stuff I probably shouldn't get stressed and anxious about. Yeah. I haven't felt that quite as much in this ministry as previous ministries, but there was this, you know, conversation I remember having with my wife, years ago just being like ah, I don't enjoy Easter like I used to mm. and it was just kind of sad that being said though the highlight for me on uh, it, this has happened multiple times but best Easter experience is any time that I'm able to lead someone to Christ and they're baptized on Easter oh, wow. there's just yeah. something really cool and special about okay we are celebrating not only Christ's resurrection, but now we're celebrating your, cool. yeah. your resurrection in Christ. For sure. So, yeah, that's, that's always a Yeah, uh, so if you guys want to get baptized, yeah. let's do it on Easter. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, <laughs> number four, what is your strangest Easter experience? All right, this, would, this one was when we were living in Oceanside. Okay. And I got to kind of set it up. So Easter at that church was all hands on deck Mm. for weeks. Um, We would have the Good Friday service. Saturday was this all-day community Easter egg hunt with bounce houses and food and crafts where hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people from the community would come. And then after that, the evening, we would do an all-nighter with our youth, and they would set up the sunrise service, and there would be a total of four services that Sunday. And so as you can imagine, at the end of that I, I was just taxed this yeah. one this one uh, Sunday or Easter. Are you sure this isn't your worst one? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the strangest. And so I I go to I, I go home and I'm just like, honey, I, I just got to crash for a couple hours. And so I'm about maybe a half hour, forty five minutes into this nap, and my bed starts shaking, and I, I I'm awake and I'm alert enough to realize, dude, we're having an earthquake right oh now. Oh my gosh! But I'm so exhausted that I remember just closing my eyes and thinking, and even envisioning it, well, if the house starts to crack and crumble, who cares, I'm too tired. <laughs> and I just like pass out and then wake up like an hour later, like, did we Did we have it? Did I dream this or did we or not have it? And I was like, yeah, we totally had an earthquake. I was like, well, I'm glad the house is all right. You know, so that was weird. It was just a weird like, yeah, earthquake on Easter. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. yeah. No, mine is not nearly as <laughs> weird, and you you were there for it. But it had to have been the the year that we had uh, the pandemic happening, and uh, I oh. remember just leading up to that, us having a bunch of meetings like, should we? Should we not? <laughs> like, how is this gonna work? Like. You know, and then trying to think of like how to get like the speakers set outside, like in such a yes. way that it will actually be heard, and like it was just, and the, and then on top of that, filming it the day before, it was I, like a few days before. Maybe? No, we filmed that Sunday morning. Oh, okay. we filmed the Friday night service or the Good Friday service before. Right. But then we we filmed that morning. Or what did we do it on Saturday? I could have swore we did. Maybe, Maybe did we did it on Saturday. Saturday. So and then we, we, we posted it at the same time we did like, that the live That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> that was weird to me. Like The fact that we were filming a Easter service <laughs> that wouldn't go out until the next day on actual Easter, but we were, we were celebrating like it was Easter <laughs> Sunday, but it was actually Saturday. It just felt strange. Yeah. And then on top of that, like that next day, Emily wasn't like at, at all with us. She was actually... Uh, on a trip with a friend and so like not having her there was just like even extra weird like I went and had dinner with her family without her and it was just like a you know you guys are my family but like I'm kind of an odd one out without her there I don't know it was just do you remember how the governor made some announcement like Saturday that like sheriffs and police officers were gonna be checking license plates yeah, to yeah, all these yeah. church services. To make, yeah. I, I just remember like, come on, we are doing our best <laughs> to like keep people separated and you are not helping us at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I remember headlines of like, oh, like these pastors are like standing against oh, the order goodness. and like all, it was just a very odd year like yeah. in general, but like man, that time was, <laughs> Man, it, it was interesting. But at, at the same time, I didn't want to make it my worst because it was it was actually a cool experience at it the was. same time. It was. And it was unique. It's going to be an Easter experience I never We're forget. We're not going to so. forget it. It's yeah. true. All right. So what have been some of your most meaningful serving experiences at Easter? Mm. So uh, easily the most meaningful was the year that um, we were going through a pastor change and all of that happened incredibly quick and like we loved Brandon and everything like that, but like we weren't, I don't know, none of us were having the mindset of, oh, Easter is literally about to happen and you just left. Right. Uh, and I remember that there was just this moment where a junior met with me like maybe two weeks before Easter and he was like, so are you okay with taking Easter? And like, <laughs> like in my mind, I was just like, sure, that's like in two months, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got know. it. It was just, I don't know, like, I never thought, I've, I've still never thought that I'll be a lead pastor one day. And to think that I'm about to take on, like, what is the Super Bowl in my mind for pastors. Um, <laughs> like, it was just, I don't know. It was it was weird and, and horrifying and kind of like the pressure set in. Mm. Like, I got to make this really, really good. Okay, I'm also in charge of uh, the Good Friday service. But it ended up being like, uh, I don't know, it, it wasn't. I, I was so encouraged by a lot of people in our church uh, during that time uh, because they knew that like I not only had the youth I was trying to step up and do these things because uh, I was preaching like once every three weeks and uh, the the genuine care I got during that time was just mm-hmm. really really uh, uh, important to me to to feel loved by you guys not that I didn't feel loved before but uh, there were some of you that I had never 
talked to really before and you came up and encouraged me during that time. It was just really, really uh, something I'm thankful for and I still think about today. And I have better relationships with some of you because of how you you uh, supported me during that time. So it was very a very cool time yeah. uh, that I don't want to have happen again. So don't leave anytime <laughs> soon. But uh, I I still remember like this was a very tough thing. But uh, I had a lot of support from my from my church family that that meant a lot to me and still means a lot to me. So yeah, yeah. I like that. Probably some of the more unique serving opportunities. Uh, I'll give a couple in previous ministries, and then I'll give the one that I enjoy even here. Mm. So when we were in Oceanside, we would do that that all-nighter yeah, event. Yeah. And the reason why we did it is because they were having to come early anyway to set up the sunrise yeah. service. So it's like, well, hey, how about we just kind of make it a night of it? And so at four o'clock, like we're down at Denny's having, you know, stuffing our face with like pancakes <laughs> and eggs. And then uh, just that sunrise like experience where we're putting together all the chairs out on the patio, the speakers and uh, the heating, you know, heaters, you know, mm. the little portable heaters, yeah. just the whole thing. And like getting the, the the kids all suited up and these vests so they're directing traffic and shaking it. <laughs> like that whole experience was just like, man, I love like serving with these kids. Like this mm. is just so fun. So that's, that's always been a highlight. Um, when we were in Cro- at Crosspoint, there were so many people that would attend that Saturday had two services that they encouraged the regular attenders, make that your Easter mm. Sunday, um, and then we'll open up for the four other services on Sunday. We'll open it up for those people that you know we want to reach. Yeah. And so we would always make our Saturday, uh, really our serving experience, where we'd be involved in the kids' ministry. So we were ministering to those who typically serve their yeah. their kids. And yeah. it was just really Super meaningful cool. to, to help them. And then one of the things I really enjoy uh, at Easter and really almost every holiday uh, around here is our family will bake some food, uh, cookies, whatnot, and then we just hit our neighbors and cool. bless them with a little Easter treat and usually an invitation to be like, hey, and you know, if you're not connecting to church, we'd love to have you, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. But just serving them by blessing them, whether they have a church or not. That's awesome. It's always fun, too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, my last question. Yeah. Uh, what are unique ways you live out purpose at Easter? Okay. So uh, a few different ways. Some of the things that I just mentioned, you know, just making it a evangelistic opportunity yeah. for whatever reason our culture is a little bit more open to an invitation to church. And so I try to take full advantage of that around Easter with having those conversations and inviting, uh, particularly even our neighbors, just making sure that they're loved and have a place to connect and worship if they don't. And then I think even just ministering to my family, um, one of the things that we do is that week of leading into Resurrection Sunday is going through the events of Jesus' life that last week. And um, there's something really meaningful just to prepare our hearts in yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I know one of the strongest purposes that God's placed on my heart is to train up my kids to know and love God. And so having that time at Easter is always really meaningful. Very cool. What about you? Uh, so easiest answer uh, to start at least is is every year our youth ministry really focuses in on uh, Jesus's last uh, few days before the cross, and then what uh, if if we, depending on what we're teaching before and like how it blends in, uh, we'll we'll talk about the resurrection. 
And uh, there's just always this fun experience where instead of just finding ways to kind of talk about how Jesus' grace like is applied through his death and resurrection in every sermon, because you kind of want to have that <laughs> yeah. like sort of thing, this is one that you can just kind of talk about that and, and focus on like how death is defeated and, and all of these different things. And uh, probably the one thing that, you know, I, I have certain things that I, I probably preach to death to my, my students, but we always focus on um, Jesus' last meal with his disciples mm. and not, not even communion uh, specifically while that is a focus, but like uh, him talking about like, uh, if, you, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And then on top of that, like his just call to love others mm. and also, um, what is it, that uh, anybody would die for a, a, uh, a friend, mm. but not very many would die for uh, a stranger or, or for your enemy. And uh, just focusing on how Jesus' heart going into all of that, he was fully prepared, even though like there, there's this moment in the, in the garden where he's just, you know, weeping, saying, you know, if, if I can, like, take this cup from me and pass it to somebody else, uh, but, I'm, but your will be done. Like, he was just very set on this mission, and his heart was for us before he went through it. It wasn't just this freak accident that he got crucified, but, like, it was part of his plan. And um, I just love how every single year that tends to be uh, a Wednesday night that I can look back and say, okay, these students were affected. These students came up and wanted to get prayer. These students made decisions, like all that type of thing. And, uh, you know, realizing I need to probably do that more often than just on one night a year, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, it being this cool tool that we use to kind of remind students of that story that is important for the foundation of their faith. I love it. Well, as Josh already mentioned, we do have a few things going on that we want to just kind of highlight real quick. Yeah. On the 15th is our Good Friday service. It's going to be really special this year because we have a missionary coming from Israel. He is with a organization called Jews for Jesus, and he's going to be walking us through how we can actually see Christ in the Passover. And on the 15th is actually when Passover actually begins this year. So it's a really unique time. Um, I think it's going to not only connect some pieces of the puzzle maybe in your mind when it comes to the events of the Old Testament to what we see Christ fulfilling in the New Testament, but I think it's going to prepare your hearts even just to worship more fully on Easter itself. So please make that a priority, 6 o'clock Friday, and then obviously invite as many people as you can to our Easter services. We've got a couple that you can take advantage of. Any last thoughts, Josh? No, I love Easter. I hope to see you there, and we'll do some, maybe both of these worship songs that we talked about, and let me know if you want to hear a few others. I've already had some people who are like, we got to do this song, and I, you know, most of the time, uh, I, I get too many of those, but lately I've not, so maybe you can get your song played if you, you can come talk to me. He's going to ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, until next time, don't forget that life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. See ya.